0: Hey, check this out, Chuck D. Public enemy number one in prophets of rage, right here. KHOI Story City, Ames, right here, bringing the noise. Look out, that's what's up.
1: Yo, this is rolling the movie. You're listening to the Nightcap Radio Show here at KHOI 89.1 FM, Story City, Ames, Iowa. make a correction i think i said last saturday night uh this was it was the last saturday of the month but <laughs> i was throwing off this is the actually last saturday of the month of october so this is halloween weekend because halloween will be wednesday that's when the kitties go trick-or-treating and i uh, will be amongst the kids uh with mine and uh look for some candy myself so yeah when i go out i do say yeah can a dad get can a dad get some too I think if I'm out there, I should earn some candy I'm out there, right? I ain't sitting at home Throw some Snickers in the bag, don't want pixie sticks (laughs) Anyway, welcome to the program I got an exciting show tonight, a lot of stuff I want to talk about A lot of things going on in the news, here socially Um, You know, we had some scares this weekend with some bombs And then we had a mass shooting uh, earlier today, I believe it was At at a Jewish uh, synagogue in Pennsylvania so, my prayers and thoughts go out to the families that lost loved ones in that incident. Uh, I'll talk about that a little bit later in the end uh, of the show, social and politic area, and talk about those bombs that were sent to a lot of Democrats and to a lot of different people. We'll talk about that. I um, have my spin on that. Also, before we get started, you know, always going to sports. And also, I got a very special guest who's going to call in to the show tonight. Royce White, former Iowa State superstar. I, I watched him when he played here. He was here in 2011, And uh, he went, he was drafted in the first round, I think 16th pick by the Houston Rockets. So we're gonna talk about him, we're gonna talk to him and talk about some of the things that he's going through and some of the causes that he's moving forward. So I uh, look forward to that. He'll be calling in between, I'd say around 9:30, 930, 9:35. So y'all stay tuned. Listen to the show until that happens, because it may be soon. You never know. Merle's on the move all the time. So I do appreciate you tuning in and listening in. So anyway, let's talk about Iowa State since we got that going on. Iowa State had a football game, home game today. Big game. I'm proud of Iowa State because now they're on a winning streak, should I say? Because they won won last week, right? And they won this week. Two games, Does that count as a streak? I think so. Anyway, (laughs) shout out to them. They beat Texas Tech here in town. Texas Tech is a pretty good team. Uh, So winning that game is a a high-scoring game. I think 40 points, Iowa State scored. I think they beat them by 9. Uh the quarterback play at Iowa State looking very good. Uh the coach coach them up. Coach is coaching them up. They're four and three. Shout out to Iowa State. They didn't rush the field because I think they got in trouble last time. They rushed the field and was trying to get fined and all that stuff. So glad they stayed on the sidelines, the fans, and uh because let's wait for something bigger to happen. This is just a regular season game. So so far, so good for Iowa State. Look forward to you, you guys. I believe it's this homecoming weekend. Because I don't had the homecoming parade, I think. I think this was the homecoming game. So it might be turning out turning up in campus tonight. It might be lit might check that out. A little brain out there. But it's October, right? You know? People dressing up in costumes tonight. We'll see what's rocking. Uh, moving on in sports. Because I am here uh, solo dolo again. So I will be skimming through things a little bit. So I can get to the things I want to talk about. Talk about this Netflix series, too. That's on uh, the Haunting, Haunting Hill. Oh, man. I'll get to that in entertainment. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you got the World Series going on. Um, that's... Uh, I corrected you, too. Last week I said it was... <laughs> I said it was uh, the Dodgers in Houston. That was last year. I was really tripping on that. Shout out to the Red Sox. Not a big fan of Red Sox because you remember they beat my Cardinals the first. I think it was the first World Series in or the second one. It's back in 2004 when the Red Sox played the Cardinals in the World Series and they beat my Cardinals in the World Series. Ever since then, I ain't like the Red Sox. Another Boston team. What's up? Got the Boston Red Sox that beat my Cardinals in the World Series. Then you got the New England Patriots that cheated in my eyes and beat my Rams in the Super Bowl. Some no love for Boston. I'm not. I've never been to the city. I need to check Boston out. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and you know what? Another thing. I'm a Lakers fan, and we typically don't like the Celtics. I respect Larry Bird. I respect Tom Brady. Uh, Big Poppy, even though you had the problem with Jay Z trying to uh, mimic his name, Forty Forty Club in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> but shout out to you, Big Big Poppy David Ortiz. Uh, have a couple other players. Are you like uh, Manny? Can't uh, remember his last name. Anyway, um, yeah, Boston. Just don't get along with me. I need to go out to the city and see what's up with Boston. Uh, They got a big underground tunnel out there. Um, Anyway, so uh, the series right now is uh, two games to one. Boston is up over the Dodgers. I do like the Dodgers. I got some Dodgers gear. Talked about that, too. Uh, But right now, the Dodgers just scored. Uh, uh, They up 4-0 right now. (laughs) Dodgers playing some ball. They back after three games in L.A. Boston did what they had to do out in in Fenway Park. Dodgers aren't doing anything. Shout out to Magic Johnson. They said uh, uh, yesterday uh, was uh, game three was the longest. It says after playing in the longest game in postseason history, LA and Boston must regroup for pivotal game four in LA. Shout out to LA. i had to hit that coast. I hit that West Coast, man. Ain't no disrespect to East Coast. I gotta hit out there too. So anyway, uh, football. My Rams is undefeated. My Rams are undefeated. Yes, the same. Nope, there we go again. The L.A. Rams are <laughs> undefeated. They beat the 49ers. I knew that was going to happen. But it was nice to see the way they beat 49ers. Rams really looking good. I don't, the defense looking good. Great players. They got Dominican Sue. You know, they got Aaron Donald, man. They got some great linebackers. They got my man uh, Peters, which is Beast Most cousin from Kansas City. They got him. Um they got some great players, man. So, uh, I-, I see the Rams. Gurley is phenomenal. They're going to do some things. Super Bowl battle. Guaranteed. Nah, I ain't going to guarantee it. Yeah, I'm going to guarantee it. There you go. I said win going to scroll. They really win it. I think if they get there, they win it too.
0: Yeah. So to
1: do. Uh, Bron, talk about the Lakers. Uh, before I play a little more music and then uh, go to entertainment because I know uh, I got this call coming in. Uh, also, if you want to make sure you listen in, if you want to call in to after I have the interview, if you got some questions you want to ask Royce, uh, do you want me to ask Royce, you can call in to the uh office line, is a 515 292 2878. Leave your messages there with Tom and he'll get them to me. Or if I have a little time, I'm not on air, you can call in at 515 232 0365 at the studio number or hit me up on social media, it's on or. I'm rolling the move on Instagram. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about LeBron. Big fan of LeBron. Uh, they were kind of doubting me I don't know if you guys seen the fight that happened between Houston. And it was the first home game in L.A. It was Houston Rockets playing against – shout-out to Royce White. <laughs> Houston Rockets playing uh, LeBron. So, you had CP3, Chris Paul, and uh, Brandon Ingram got tied up. Uh, they was going, Brandon uh was going for a shot or something. He got hacked, or somebody else went for a shot, and he hacked him. Oh, it it took that back. It was the beard. James Harden was going for a shot, and uh, Ingram hacked him or something. Then afterwards, Ingram pushed him, pushed Harden, and CP3 and all ran up in there. Somehow, Rondo and CP3 got into some heated conversation, and they're saying, I have not seen it be proven, but Rondo spit on him, spit on CP3, and then CP3, like, mushed him or something, and then they threw some blows. And England came in through a blow, too, and LeBron tried to break it up. And it was ugly. It was ugly. like Carmelo was trying to get at somebody, too. So uh, it was ugly. It wasn't like it was with Indiana. You know, but not a hand just spending a couple of players and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, since then, LeBron, they lost that game. And I think they lost another game after that. But they've won two games straight now. And the third game, maybe tonight, will be three in a row. So shout out to the game. It's an early start. But it's going to be a rough season. But I think he can do it. Lakers fan true and blue. I asked my cousin Silla, I said, uh, she's a big LeBron fan. I said, man, who's your favorite team now? And he said, the Lakers. <laughs> I said since when? Since <laughs> the King came to town. Been a Lakers fan since the 80s, bruh. Yeah, I told my age on that one. Been a Lakers fan. Anyway, so shout out to them. Let's uh anything else in sports I wanna talk about? I can't think of right right right, right now. So anyway, uh, a lot of games tomorrow I'm looking forward to. Uh, Kansas City is playing really good. Really, really good. So I'm going to play a little more music, and I'll come back. i will to talk some entertainment and get that out the way. By the time I'm done with the entertainment, I should be having this phone call and we'll talk to Royce White. And uh, y'all keep that going. Let's do move. You know what I'm doing. Always. Moving around. party, people. This is Merlin The Move. I'm back live in the studio here in Ames, Iowa. I got a special guest on the line. My man, former NBA, big Iowa State superstar, Royce White. What's up, my man? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm all right, my man. I know you're calling in. We want to talk about a few things, so I'm going to give you the platform to let people know who you are and what you got going on.
0: Yeah, man. i am uh, obviously played, played Iowa State. I had a great time there. Uh, Ames and, and Iowa will always be a part of of who I am uh, I hold a special place in my heart and uh, you know since I left uh, I went to the NBA I was drafted by the Eastern Rockets and, and over the last five years I've been in, in what you could call a political dispute with the NBA on, on the importance and the validity of, of the field of mental health um, and uh, it's, it's remained in my mind the most important topic that humanity faces and certainly the most important topic um you know for for the modern world uh and and we have to we have to address that conversation we
1: have to do it honestly we have to do it right now yeah i totally agree i totally
0: agree uh and being um th- in this day and age in
1: 2018 it's that that issue is definitely in the forefront but coming from years ago especially in the black community that issue mental illness was something that was even wasn't even spoken on. you know it was something that was Push this I've said many times, I know I have family members. When I was growing up as a kid, we had a, a relative that just stayed in the back room. You know what I mean? And and I and was baby sis or baby bruh. And that's how it was looked at. And we have to move. We have to move past that. So I'm glad that you have something that you're moving forward to bring more attention. And you have been working. I've been checking you out. You've been working diligently. Now you went to school in, in Minnesota
0: that I didn't even know you went to high school in
1: Minnesota. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, the mental health conversation, the mental conversation has been obscured many times over and over by by the media uh, and by people who either I or either A, don't understand it completely or, or B, uh, have a, a, a vested interest in not having the conversation transparently. And, and that's why talent seems yay upon arrival. I say, listen, I'm not going to talk about about the care for the players. And we're going to talk about health. and We're going to talk about comprehensive health. We're going to have to talk about mental health, and if we don't, then I can't, in good faith, say that you actually care about the comprehensive health of the, of the players. And then, by way of, I can't really verify that you care about the health of anybody involved in your ecosystem as a company. So, and, and, and I can give you an example of that is is you know, and I've said this many times now publicly is that the alcohol and drug situation in America and in the modern world is one of the one of the pillars. Of the mental health problem, mm-hmm. it's one of the, it's one of the cornerstones of the mental health problem, and alcohol is a major part of that because alcohol is socially normalized, legal. True. So how can we say that we have a family environment where professional sports is being sold to a consumer where we actually where we also sell alcohol mm-hmm. and you're able to come to a game and get drunk in front of somebody else's kid True. or in front of your own? and yell at foreign things at the players. Obscenities, yeah. That's a mental health question. And and, and I understand that right now before people haven't posed it that way. But that was the conversation I was having five years ago and now relates to the party. Now everybody's understanding that alcohol is a big issue. Mm-hmm. That alcohol and opioids and things that you can get legally on the drug and substance abuse side are the gateway to these mental mis- illnesses or are manifestations from mental mis- illness? Mm-hmm. Do you feel that they
1: were um, open to you uh, talking about your situation and dealing with this when
0: you first came into the league? Absolutely not. They blackballed me for saying it, as they should. I mean, I- I'm not saying that they should from a moral aspect. I'm saying if you, if you accept their position in this issue or in this, this social paradigm of of trying to maintain power, trying to maintain convenience, or trying to maintain uh, profit in, in, the, in the traditional model that they had in the NBA, then it makes total sense that they would not accept the thing that I was saying because it was fundamentally changed uh, uh, one of the one of the central components of that industry, and that is, and, and the remedy is simple. It, it, and you can use an example like that. Give you another example. How do we know that people leaving professional sporting events aren't leaving and drinking under the influence? We don't know. We actually, don't know. That- we, we actually probably know that a lot of these patrons are doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got an eighteen thousand uh, seat facility. Mm-hmm. If only two thousand people are over the alcohol limit, that's a big that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language. That's a big problem. Um, so 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 my point is this. It's not to say that we're not going to sell beers at, at the games. That's not what we need to do. But how about the, how about the legal drinking limit be at least the ethical standard that we set? And if people are going to sneak drinks anyway, well then they transgress. But we have enabled them through our business model. Yeah, it
1: needs to be more open. Uh, do you feel also? I know. What exactly or is your illness that you've been dealing with? I know it's, you said that it's been, since you've been 16 years old or something like that when you realized that you had an issue. But uh, is it? Uh, Hyper was it? Uh, anxiety, anxiety. anxiety? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was you, how old was you when you first realized that that, that was an issue? Uh, about sixteen years oh, ago, that was My first panic attack. Yeah. And and through this journey, you've been dealing with this all the way up until you make it to your professional career, and then that's when the roadblock hits up, and they're like, ah, "No, we want to keep a happy atmosphere. We don't want this part of our organization."
0: Well, no, I mean it. It, it was more than I established policy, uh-huh. you know, and I. I said, that, "Listen, I have an anxiety disorder. Um, what are what you guys' policies around mental health? What do you guys' policy around anxiety? When we went to look at the books, there were no policies. So my first um, suggestion that was that was advised by a number of doctors, including some of their own on their side of the table. well, why don't we use the physical injury template to serve as the mental health template? Okay. There's already precedents for that legally too in the in the federal." Uh, in, in federal law, it's the, the the Wellstone Act, um, and Senator Wellstone was the was uh, the senator for Minnesota uh, until he passed away in two thousand two. But the act was put into practice, uh, finalized in around two thousand eight, that made insurance companies recognize parity between physical injury and mental illness. Okay, okay. So there was already there was already Okay. okay. There was already federal precedents for this type of uh, of action. Now. They said no to that. So mm. right there, right there, we should have had a big problem. And, and, and here's what we face in the middle Hill conversation, specifically in my journey, is that the corporation thinks that they don't have to adhere to scientific fluidity or the federal law. They think that they can collect a bargain outside of federal law. Mm. And that's what they did. They said, mm, we care about the Wellstone Act or how insurers have to... Have to have to treat mental illness the same as physical injury. We create our own laws. That's what a collective bargaining agreement does. And 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 they basically spit in the face of the federal government and the in the authority of the federal
1: courts. And and they said, well, come come test us then. So basically, they're hiding behind the CBA. The, is the NBA or, or right? I mean, right now, are they are they open to have to invite you to start the discussions with this or to work with this work
0: with them? Since now it is a, a more of a uh, absolutely not I mean, really. No, they've done they've done everything they could to keep me as far away from the public conversation as reemerged as possible. Mm-hmm. That's
1: why when you hear Adam Silver talk about Kevin Love or DeMar Rose, people even you. Man.
0: He, he he knows he knows he knows that everything that he's saying about this husbands that's what i what I said five years ago and it's exactly what I wrote the two letters that I wrote the NBA over the last two or three years mm-hmm. he knows that so I mean how could you even how could you even have a conversation and not mention me yeah to keep it's an attempt to keep the conversation in the part of the ring that's safe for them yeah. and uh it's safe for them to hear Kevin love tell his story or Demar Rose mm-hmm. tell their story cause they're not challenging the fundamental viewpoint from the establishment. They're just telling their story. And I comm- I, comm- I commend that. Uh, I recognize that as being extremely brave and courageous, but it's individual bravery. It's not an institutional
1: one. Well, when your story came out, uh, your journey back in 2012 through the NBA and what was going on with your, your situation, uh, it was it it was it was new. It was everywhere. I remember hearing it on all the, the big talking points on all the sports shows, uh, you know, because he was great player, drafted, what, 16th, uh, number 16th pick? To Houston, and I remember hearing your story uh, about the anxiety and flying and stuff, but I never exactly knew the the backstory behind that. So, like I said, now it's a, it's, a, it's a it's a different day and age. So it's other players that they're experiencing this and they're handling it a little bit different. You think?
0: Um, I think the this conversation is coming is coming around uh, in the greater society. I think that the outcomes that we're seeing. In situations regarding opioids, mm-hmm. regarding uh, drugs in general, alcohol, suicide, um, increases in anxiety, depression, uh, increases in reporting of stress or, or feeling uh, 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 unsatisfied with life uh, is it, what's bringing the mental health conversations to a to a head. Mm-hmm. And I think that the NBA has just rolled that weight. Okay. You have to throw that way. That's why more players have come out and talked about it now. A lot, a large part, because a lot of players and athletes and public figures like myself started that conversation five years ago. Correct. We made it. We made it okay for a guy like Kevin Love to say, "No, no, no. I haven't. I had have a panic attack." Well, yes, yeah, okay for you to say that now because five years ago I already killed exactly. the entire industry. Exactly. Um, and 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 that's exactly what we wanted to do, and we're happy about that. But again. It doesn't mean that the NBA is actually engaged in the conversation in a meaningful way. It means that they're talking about an issue that everybody's already talking about, and that's not the same thing. So, uh, Royce,
1: can you tell us what steps can uh, can we take as uh, individuals to uh, help bring this uh, to, to, to a better light, at least to a better
0: understanding for all? I'd say you need to <laughs> go and, and find out what this health actually is. Go and start to look into it. It's the most important issue. That we face, and as such, uh, being being thorough in, in, in our investigation, our curiosity, and studying the topic that we want to get involved in um, is necessary. And I, I think that people should really go read up on what mental health is, how many people are affected. Um, I have a, a company called Anxious Minds. You can go visit that site, AnxiousMinds.org, and if nothing else, just go look at our news feed and go look at how many different aspects of mental health. Are prevalent around the world in a whole number of different issues. I just, we posted a story just yesterday about first responders in California getting a big grant for mental health mm-hmm. uh, uh, support because firefighters fighter are reporting high levels of trauma from 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 going to respond to wildfires. I mean, these are the, these, this is how big this issue is. Uh, so, in, in terms of individually in your own life, understand the, understand the prevalence of stress. Understand that stress and, and mental health is another way of saying the human condition. It's the constant dominator. It's, it's the way that we, we think. It, it's the way we feel. It, it's the way we interact. It's it's the fundamental it's the fundamental framework for being human. And it has such again, it's the most important thing that you face as an individual. And just be vigilant around it. Okay. Again, don't, don't get acquainted with it. Uh, you know, look into it. Continue look into it people should be checking that as much as they're checking Twitter about whatever reality show they're following or whatever
1: else. I totally agree with that, Royce. And you you're still a pretty young guy, you're only what 27 years old. Yes, sir. And uh you wanted did you win a championship over there in Canada? Yeah, we won two. Ah, uh, did you you got MVP in that, didn't you? Yep. Yeah, man, you got them skills, man You got them ball skills, man I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that you, you bring in great awareness To something, like I said, that a lot of people uh, Like I said, when I was growing up It was something that was taboo people didn't, uh, A lot of black people didn't talk about it I don't know if it's because we didn't have medication Because we wanted to keep that check coming into the household <laughs> I don't know what it was But I'm glad now it's a new day age and age And I have children too And I make sure to have conversations with my children Because depression and anxiety is a real thing And everybody's dealing with it I go through different things, you know what I'm saying and, and we all deal with it in different ways. So uh, I, I like the way that you're moving, my man. And do you got any aspirations in getting back into the league?
0: Yeah, I mean, when we're well, me in the league, are am in a spot that's probably going to be hard to reconcile. I mean, we're having a philosophical difference in opinion about what's important, what's valuable in life. You know, uh, is, it, is it maintaining and building a brand and, is a way to, to actually impact and, and carry the, the species forward through production or is it through understanding? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and their mindset that was expressed explicitly through a guy like Donald Sterling was, I give my players houses, I, give them, uh-huh, I yeah. give them cars, I give them clothes, isn't that good enough? Yeah. And, and a person like mine's approach is, all of those things fall meaningless if a person doesn't have a sound mind a sound spirit a sound a, a sound perspective um, and, and so you know we're having a philosophical difference of opinion yeah. and, uh, and that, I hope that, that, that was, they come uh, around to see my, my, yeah. my, uh, my, my side of things yeah, he was, a, he was a, a Clippers owner wasn't he? Sterling? absolutely you know, I, I, and, although they, and although they cast him out don't be fooled let him me, tell still there, there. definitely if, his mentality yeah. isn't the mentality of the group. Yeah, exactly. It is. Exactly. They just that's
1: one bad A They just got one to one, but it's, it's still the same. Still, still well, same He player. got caught. He got caught. And he made them look bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's why they kicked him out, not because they feel any different. Yeah. So, I, I, do you? I think I think uh, the approach and like uh, you were saying, I was talking to Bo that uh, you start with the children. If you start young, you start uh, having children be aware of uh, of signs and, and and then be open. You can talk to people. I think that's the the one thing that children are scared to talk. You know, it's to tell. It, think they might get in trouble if they say the wrong thing. Some parents don't listen. So I think we can start with the children and parents understanding that uh, talk to your children. You know, find
0: out what they're doing. You, if, your parent, if you're a parent right now, you should be calling up your local school board, your local superintendent, and advocating very vigorously that mental health be added into K K-12 curriculum in some shape or, or manner. I agree. Um, and 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 you know, I would, we had a joke today, and we were just talking about the fact that math is giving kids anxiety before kids even know what anxiety is. Mm, true, <laughs> that's just a true statement. That's a true statement. it, it, it gave me anxiety. I mean, every time I was growing up, just trying to. Get math down and, 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 and math will give me anxiety long before I ever do an anxiety <laughs> That's <laughs> facts of That's facts facts to me too. That we can change. Yeah. That's the one thing we can change. Let's just introduce the, the topic of mental health to people in school and at a young age. And you know what? Maybe maybe it doesn't help every kid, but if it helps one, if one of those 45,000 ki- people that commit suicide in America every year goes to 44,999, 4, then it's worth it. And we have to really approach humanity with that mindset or else, you know, we're just we're just behind the curve on, on where we've evolved to. Well said,
1: my man. Well said, Royce. I really appreciate it, man. Well, let people know how to get in touch with your movement and how to, uh, re- to reach out to you if they need to find out more what
0: you got going on. Yeah, you know, like I said, anxiousminds.org if, if you want to be up specific outside of this media company that we just launched talked the last time. There we talk about philosophical philosophy, uh, uh, very important uh, uh, books, from history uh, we'll be doing our own original content that, that really focuses on conversation itself and how to have meaningful conversation and, and, and on a number of topics current and going forward into the future um and you know I, i've been on all the social media channels twitter facebook instagram uh, just just keep an ear out i'll be around you don't have to go find me uh, hopefully if i'm doing my job of writing things i'm saying will find you there you go man and you're right here and i right now you're down in des moines right now ain't you Yes sir. yes, sir. I spoke at the conference today, the, the conference for people, uh, young, young people of color, and uh, you know we, we had a great conversation about this very topic, about them not being ashamed of, of mental health, not being scared of the, the topic of mental health, um, and, and being willing to be humble, being willing to be humble enough to ask for help, to be humble enough to, to reach across the table to the person next to them. And, and uh, you know, be vulnerable uh, and, and that that's a that's a large attribute That needs to be focused on For young people at this point in time Well, that's what's up, man And once again, I want to appreciate you For
1: calling in to the show tonight you uh, you definitely a special guest of the Merle in the Move And the Nightcap Radio Show You're welcome to come in the studio anytime Because he's right here in downtown Ames And shout out to my man Bo James For linking this up He's a pillar in our community He's a true OG And he's one of my good friends So uh, I appreciate you, appreciate
0: you calling in, my man Oh, thank you guys for having me. And I, I definitely appreciate every time I'm able to connect back with A. So thank you. That's what's up, my man. Keep balling, bro. Thank you, man. Be well. All right.